Good evening. We will be starting our service in just a few minutes, so let me encourage you to find your seats, uh, if you haven't done so already, uh, to prepare our hearts for the worship service tonight and worshiping our Newburgh King, Miss Lorelai Palmer, is going to be playing a flute rendition of O Holy Night, so let's turn our attention to her and prepare our hearts for worship this evening.
Church, we trust that tonight's service of worship would put a smile on God's face, that it would help all of us to experience the wonder of Christmas in a fresh way. We hope that you'll experience something of the majesty of the Messiah. Come and behold him, born the King of Angels. Let's stand and sing. a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end.
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. And in Him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. And the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth.
It's one thing. Bear a child out of wedlock. But this story? How could she lie to her own mother? What have you done?
All right, old friend. Let's see if we can get some hinges on you today. Ah, she's been on my case about you for weeks now. That woman, Mary. <laughs> what would we do without her? To think there was a time I was asking an altogether different question. What am I going to do with her? I was just trying to understand it all. But really, what was there to understand? She was pregnant. And she swore to me over and over and over again that it was not as it seemed. I knew that it didn't matter. It was only a matter of time. Someone from town questioned who she'd been with. My friends thought I had been duped. And the looks, the looks that they gave us, and the rumors, so many rumors. All of them justified. Every last one of them. Because who would believe that story? <laughs> An angel. I would go to her. I would have her sit with me on the floor at her parents' house, away from the windows, away from the looks. And I would say to her, Mary, tell me again, tell me word for word what the angel said to you. And every time she would repeat the same exact thing as though, as though it had been seared into her. He will be called great, son of the most high God. That is what she whispered back to me, as told to her by an angel. <laughs> an angel. You'd think these calluses wouldn't grab a splinter after all these years, but sometimes the right one <clears throat> manages to get through. Kind of like that dream I had. When every bone God made me with wanted to doubt her, God sent an angel to me to get through. Well, oh. 
Look at you. You are ready to do what you do best. You've got two jobs. Keep people out. <laughs> and let people in. That's the deal, isn't it? When God comes knocking, we can keep him out or we can let him in. I took everything, everything in me that day to let you in. But there's not a day goes by and I'm not grateful that I opened that door. Mother holds the 
He and I, we have a rhythm and a routine here in our humble home, and that morning he was messing it up. See, he comes in at 7.12 on the nose every morning. I hear his boots hit the floor. I make the coffee. He washes the pasture off of him, and then we take our toast on the patio. That's our thing. He's a quiet man, likes the one word answers, that one. And then he's off to bed. See, he keeps the herd at night. How my parents looked at me when I told them I'd fallen in love with a shepherd boy. But that's a story for another time. Or never. But that morning, there were no boots only quiet, quiet like my husband. And before I could get to the front door, it slammed. It was loud, it was different, like the door knew something I didn't know. And my husband, he yells 
for me. He yells for me. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's lost the herd and he's out of breath and he's saying my name as he takes my face in his big hands and his eyes, they're full of fear. No. Awe. Tears are running down his face and he can't stop talking, ranting about this bright light that came out of the sky and angels. <laughs> That's what I said, angels, hundreds of them all over the field, proclaiming good news. But what did he mean, good news? Now I know my husband, the shepherd, he will never hold the scepter of a king never sit with dignitaries and solve the world's problems. Never even be invited to a meal where he has to wear a suit. But that night, he was given the greatest edict in all the land, all the world actually, called to the front lines by God himself to proclaim this good news for everyone to hear. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you, that you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. I can say it in my sleep now. I can see it sometimes too. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace in whom he is pleased. God was pleased with my husband, the shepherd. His boots, they hit the floor a little later on these days, and that's okay. Because he is telling anyone who will listen the good news.
of kings, you show reverence, humility, and honor. But I had no intention of doing that with this child. We weren't looking for a, a Messiah. We were just seeking to satisfy our own curiosity. Well, you understand. Let's see if A plus B can equal C. And so this curiosity led me and my companions to the one they claimed to be the king. I must tell you, I am not easily moved by emotion, skeptical for the most part. My colleagues would say cynical. <laughs> well, maybe they're right. I, I, I deal in logic and maps. And, and stars, and books, and history. And so we followed, followed the star, and we found the mother, and the father, and the boy called Jesus in Bethlehem. Yes, we were expecting a child, but, well, there he was. The boy who drove Herod mad, who held command over, over angel armies, who, who lured peasant shepherds from their, their livelihood. The child they claimed to be the Messiah. Now, now as I said, I, a king in my own right, had no intention of bowing to this child. I was bound only by curiosity. But then I saw him. I saw him. And I, and I felt a, a fascination. A, no, but much more. Something unmistakable. Something I had never seen with my own eyes. Divinity. Divinity. <laughs> Since the beginning of time, kings have invented their very own wild mythologies of their, of their birth. The, but this king's birth was foretold by prophets long before he took his first earthly breath. Other kings spread tales throughout their kingdoms about their triumphs and their valor. But this king said nothing. Legions of angels spoke for him. I think about him every day. How I, I went to satisfy my, my curiosity and found the answer I, I, never, know, I never knew I needed. Messiah.
And my pop had this way about him. He used to make me so angry. <laughs> I come to him with an idea. Anything really big, small. Most of the time something, you know, would fix up the place around here. Every time, every single time, he'd come up to me, he'd pat me on the back, said, thank you, boy. Go about his business. That's just the way he was. Now, uh, Pop didn't like people to know it, but uh, he couldn't read. So I do most of the reading for him. One day, there was a notice uh, that was nailed to the door of the inn. Uh, government, going to run a census. Now, I didn't even have to finish reading the thing before I knew what that, <laughs> before I, I didn't have to finish reading that thing before I knew what that meant. People were going to be coming from all over the place looking for a place to stay. I said, Pop, we got to fix this place up. We got to expand our footprint. We can't put up more than a few people. I mean, we, I mean, I even drew up plans. I was ready to pull profit from every corner of this place. I mean, th this was going to be my chance. I was going to take over the family business. I was going to be innkeeper. I was 14. <laughs> you know, my poppy, he came up to me, patted me on the back. Thank you, boy. Went about his business. So now, before you knew it, Bethlehem was bursting at the seam. I, I had never seen anything like it. And, you know, where was I at all during all this? Well, I was cleaning the floors, washing the linens, and cleaning out the stable. And there I was, cleaning out the stable when the door opened, and this man and his wife, who was uh, great with child, uh, come in the door. I mean, they startled me. <laughs> My pop told them that they could stay in the barn. Man, that man must have lost his ever-loving mind. I mean, I didn't know what to do. I mean, so there she is, and then she's in pain. Her husband's freaking out. And I realized that this baby is coming, like, like right now. What am I supposed to do? I... I don't know what to do. I'm 14. And here comes my pop. He brings blankets and water and he handled it. You know, my, my pop was just doing what he always did. Saving me. You know, he saved them that night, too. Now, you could never tell him that he was some kind of hero or something. You know, I can, I can still hear his voice saying, My boy, all I did was make room that night. The real hero was God, who came down to save us all.
long awaited precious promise son of god and son of man heaven's glory in a manger has come to us in bethlehem oh messiah messiah a baby born to save us all messiah child's eyes hope forever death defeated because of this one holy night Messiah Messiah a baby born to save us all adore him oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him Christ the Lord long awaited Precious promise coming back again, Messiah, Messiah, a baby born to save us all, Messiah, Messiah. of the Christ candle throughout the sanctuary, we symbolize the fact that the light of Christ continues to spread throughout the world. We symbolize that the story we've been hearing tonight is a story that God is still telling, still writing. In the words of one of the solos we heard, I wonder if you will open up your heart and let him write his story there. Let's bow and pray, shall we?
Gracious Heavenly Father, we pray that uh, you will have been honored tonight as well as your Son, our majestic Messiah. We trust that um, the story will have been um, fresh for all of us and that you would use it, both the words spoken and the words sung and the words acted, to at least nudge us a little bit closer to your own heart. And that now, as we prepare to conclude with song, and then go to our homes and out into the world that we would take the light of the Savior with us. It's in his name we pray and for his greater glory, and let all his people say, amen. Let's sing.